Welcome to the Big Gulp. The year is 2092. As society is crushed by the weight of unfettered greed, only a few have the nerve, the stomach, and the skills to stand up to the megacorps that now control every facet of daily life. Those select few, those underworld movers, those console cowboys, those hapless heroes, they do what they can to fight back in the cold glow of the neon streets. Welcome to the Neon Streets Podcast, everyone. I'm your game master, Ben Rollins, and I am joined, as always, by Lisa Harco, Dizzy Innes, and Craig Hole. Test subject 405G. Now, previously on the Neon Streets, with the help of Timo Rain, Dizzy and Test removed their tracking chips and hid them in two frogs, which they released into the streets of TQ. Timo volunteered his daughter, Lily, as bait for a trap to find the geneticist, Magulio, who Dizzy hopes will be able to cure him of his mycotoxin before they they could set the trap, however, Dizzy had to pose as a marriage counselor in order to fix Timo's relationship with his husband, Piotr. Then, using his tech savvy, Dizzy made it seem as if Lily, who inexplicably shares a name with Dr. Cornwall's dead frog dog, had a deadly case of genitis. The ploy worked, and he was able to lure Magulio to Timo's apartment. Meanwhile, Tess distracted Piotr by taking him and Timo out on an ostensibly therapeutic nude stroll through the city. Hey guys, just want to give you a heads up. We're going to be doing character advancement now. If that sounds boring to you, please just skip ahead to approximately the 11 minute mark where we start the episode. Okay, guys, before we get started today, though, I got a really exciting thing we're going to do. Oh, we're going to no. do character advancement. Oh, what? Oh, we haven't done this in so long. Okay, so Ever. what we need to do, first, you guys are going to add a plus one stat to your stat list. Oh. You can add a new stat or you can bump another stat up by one shift. Like the skills list? The skills list, yeah. So. But it has to stack on top of something, right? Yeah, so that's a problem. So you can save it up if you want. Okay. Or you can kind of add a new skill. So the first time you do it, it's actually not the most exciting. I'm sorry. And I think it's exciting. I'm yeah. excited to do this right now. But the other exciting part is going to be messing with some aspects and some stunts. So wait, the way I'm seeing it right now is you can... Wait. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't understand. <laughs> so you guys, can, you guys can bump up one of your skills by plus one, or you can add a completely new skill. You can't move an average up to... Fair. No, because you need to have something supporting it on your. So pyramid. we need we need basically a new stat right now. Yeah, this can be a new stat, and you know what? Oh, it can. I'm gonna save it. It's okay too. Like if you wanna like use it this time and then get rid of one and bump one up by two next time, that is also okay. So you like don't need to save it, but if you wanna save it, that's totally fine. Just put it a note off to the side. Test is gonna take rapport now because he's finally kind of getting out in the world and starting to talk to people and it's the kind of brain he's learning i love it that's sick. Yeah. that's beautiful that is sick. has dizzy had any revelations about uh you know new skills has he learned anything in his travels well, from <laughs> from genetic corp <laughs> to, uh, to Takedo town over to slaville i've got i'm saving him for disease uh deceive up to two Ooh, up to three yeah. in fact very cool because okay you know He's, he's been learning rapport. I've been learning yeah. a lot about lying to people. I um, I'm really proud of both of you. Well, yeah, thank you. yeah. Uh, so let's do aspects then. I think that there's some things that need to change or that could change. Yeah. I think, for example, test. You could have an aspect to reflect the fact that everybody thinks you're old. Sure. Dizzy, you could have <sighs> an aspect to reflect the fact that 
you are uh, a very uh, you know deceitful guy. You kind of roll with the punches a lot. You know, with the marriage counselor thing, that could stand in as a new aspect. Just mm. saying that kind of thing. But let's review your aspects really quickly, and we'll see if there's anything that seems like it's maybe not being used a lot, or if it's yeah. maybe not true anymore. So let's uh, let's start with Dizzy. Dizzy, what do you got for five aspects? Okay, so high concept is unhinged console cowboy. Well, that's staying. It's, it's, uh, it sounds true to me. It feels right. The trouble is still corp mycotoxin. I could picture that changing soon. Right now, it's obviously got to stay. Uh, then the rest of them are weakness for stims. Still true. Hardcore PCD3. Still love it, dog. And underworld reputation. Hmm. Also still true. And I did use that last episode. That's cool. Is there anything you want to like rename? Like It doesn't have to change drastically, but maybe just to reflect some of the slight changes that have happened over the course of the last four episodes. Let me think on that. Okay, well, let's go to test. I got some ideas already. <clears throat> okay, let's go test. What you got for the, the aspects? Okay, so high concept, still gene mod test subject. Reptile DNA staying the same, obviously. Cool. Uh, my trouble is social outcast, but I think tying in with getting rapport, this should obviously be, you know, old man syndrome or whatever we're going to call it. I think it should be misrepresented because I'm not an old man, nor do I look like one. <laughs> okay yeah yeah Thoughts? i mean it could also just it could also just be like uh just a descriptor it could just be like white hair you know what i mean okay because that's really what's going on is everyone just sees your white hair and white hair baby assume you're an old man because i mean like most old men have white hair and I'm most young men are vigorous vital and they have thick head of brown hair blonde hair <laughs> red hair yeah because i would love to be able to get some benefit from being called an old man when it clearly offends test yeah <laughs> makes him really sad yeah, this poor guy he's, he's really so sensitive. young and he's so youthful and he's ready to go experience the world but everyone thinks he's old and should be put away in a goddamn home nice what a, maybe you can put it like complex or something i know like i that. got a i got a <laughs> window into your view on like ageism and like what to do with your grandparents <laughs> it is not pretty man yeah. you guys whatever whatever <laughs> What do old people want to do in cyber world? Get uploaded to the cloud? They probably yeah. want to go and into that's like probably a what everyone thinks I should be doing. Yeah. 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 Like go to San Junipero. Why or aren't you in the cloud yet, test? My mm. next aspect, which is I definitely want to keep it, but I think I need to in- include it more, um, is love my lizard. We gotta get Leon in the mix a little bit more. Mm. He's out he's out here hiding on my shoulder, invisibility style. All yeah. the time. Yeah. I feel like he's got to start. Uh, he, maybe he'll start building some of his uh, familiarity with the world, too, and he'll start uh, branching out a little bit. And he'll be a more useful tool All that right. can be compelled more, too. It's up to you. Next on my list, I just erased it because it was previously property of Genetic Corp. But oh, I've so now, what do you uh, disavowed uh, them? So, so a nice, easy thing for changing aspects is just to, to change, like keep the aspect kind of the same, but just change the wording. So if you're Property of Genetic Corp, you're no longer. You maybe it's like Lost. Disav- disavowed Genetic yeah. Corp. You know Disav- what I mean? Yeah. Be like mean maybe you Genetic mean. Corp okay. Defector. Defector. Yeah. Does that work? Yeah. yeah. Genetic yeah, Corp Defector. Okay, yeah. sweet. I would really like to fill my my empty slot because I only had four aspects to start because I felt like he, you know, didn't have anything else going on yet. But I'd like to include the 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 desire to become a hero now. His love That's for the comic nice. book. Like he really so, wants to be like the good guy now. And so I would say that you could either like have an aspect saying like, you know, wants to be a hero, or you could just have an aspect like Electroman comic, you know? Sure. Which is I'm like, gonna go with the comic because the comic can come into play too. Exactly. Like you lose it, you can you know yeah, man, accidentally get a dope. coffee stain on it, make make you upset or something. I don't know. Okay, that's sick. I love it. Okay. Okay, cool. Let's look at stunts. So uh, I think uh, so we're officially doing a major milestone, which Whoa. is the highest milestone possible. Oh, my what God. Level are we? So you guys get the skill, 
You guys get to 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 change an aspect. You guys get to change a stunt. Right. Uh, you also get to take an extra point of refresh, which Whoa. you can spend on a a new stunt, or you can just keep it as an extra point of refresh. I'm going to extra point of refresh. I'm going extra point of refresh also. I've been using a lot more fate points than I ever have before. So that's great. I'd also cons- like advise you to guys consider changing a stunt that you don't use very often. I know Craig definitely has some he hasn't used at all. Lee, I think you have some you might not have used at all. I, as I well. have some, but I feel like the situation just hasn't really like come up yet. Which one are you talking about? Like lead speak? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I feel like that it can still come up. still will come yeah, up. Yeah, I think it will. You know. It's and I, I just, it's, it's too, it's too true about Dizzy to like get rid of it. You know what I mean? Fair. Maybe I'll take another one though. I'll think about that for next time. I might take another, n- okay. another stunt. I, I, I would like to switch out, uh, ambush predator because I feel like, especially if, uh, I still like the idea of using the camouflage ninja stealth thing. Um, obviously I have to strip naked for it now or find some new clothes, that but I think rad. that's cool. I think I want to, I want to do that anyways. Like I want to go find my new outfit that works for me. Um, so I want to keep that, but ambush predator, I just don't think is really going to come up uh, that much. And then maybe it, it can, but like, I don't know if that's really how I'm playing it so far, but Fair. I am using my spicy little lizard claws a lot. And I want to kind of work in something like that. Like where, uh, if I'm using my claws, maybe I can cause someone to bleed or something like that or gore them or something like that. Like I can, I, so, uh, you could use it like you could have add plus two to fight. That would cost a fate point for sure. Or it'd have to be very situational, like once per session or once per something like that can add like a minor consequence of bleeding or some shit yeah you can make it like called shot if you want yeah so it's like i'd like to do like a called shot almost like anytime that someone hasn't been hit by me yet like the first time i'm hitting them they don't know that i have the claws necessarily like they're not it's like super obvious and then i I would say and get them good i'd say we should make it just like called shot where it costs a fate point and you get to do damage and create an aspect the bleeding aspect and i can okay or whatever it can be kind of like whatever aspect you kay. want it can be situation like be bleeding related. or so, like so, you know, like so it's yeah. obviously serrated yeah yeah exactly and it's obviously gonna be called clawed shot yeah obviously i was gonna say clandestine claw okay so we drop in on a woman clad in a black latex suit standing in a pile of broken glass in timo's living room after smashing through the window yo are you uh another skip the dishes driver I guess, in a way. Oh, excellent. I was hoping that you could be delivering some protein pods. I'm famished. (laughs) More like amino acids. (laughs) Wait a second. Do I take it? Are you... Are you Magulio? Yeah. In the flesh. Nice. And a latex. Magulio calls up something on her little uh, wrist computer and you are not Timo Rain. all right just give me a second to explain here Magulio Magulio pulls a flechette gun out and just points it straight at your head that's that's just two guns I got on me right now Magulio hear me out just hear me out all right I'm not trying to play you or anything like that I just need your help keep talking see you got this fletchy gun on me, right? But Genetic Corp, they got a corp mycotoxin in me. I'm, I'm a dead man, Magulio. You got to help me here. That's the only reason I saw you out. I knew you'd understand. I know you come from this part of Slaville. I know you, what it's, I know you know what it's like to be under the thumb of a corp. You don't know anything. Yeah, maybe me. you're right. Maybe you're right. I don't know anything. But I heard that you're the only one who can help me out. And I'm a desperate guy right now, okay? 
So what is this? There's no kid? Well, there is a kid. She's fine. The best I can offer is she'll probably do a macaroni picture of you if she sees you. It's pretty good, actually. I hate to admit it. Is that the only noodle she works in? She works in, what do you want? Like a rigatoni or like a, a fusilli? She works in all noodles of the pasta medium. I haven't seen her rock a gnocchi or anything like that. I'm not sure how that applies to the medium, but we could talk. Magulio says, potato pasta spits on the ground. No, no, I, I agree. I agree. Spit on the ground. <laughs> Disgusting. Get it out of here. So you want me to remove your mycotoxin. That's the only thing I want in the world right now, Magulio. That's the only thing. And you are a grown man, not a small little sick child. Some have compared me to a rat and said I'm small, but I am a grown man. That's true. Hmm. This is a little out of my area of expertise. I heard you're the best. Everyone says you're the best. Why should I help you? All I know about you so far is that you're a liar. That is true. I did lie. Whatever I can do to convince you that I'm, I'm worth saving here, I'll do anything for you, Magulio. Bring me that burger. You want the, it's a really good burger. Are you sure? Did you take a bite out of it already? Yeah, he delivered it. It was really good. Oh, it's for me. Have you ever been to Burger Corp? Of course I've been to Could Burger Corp. Could you resist Corp. the smell coming out of that bag? Mm, that's juicy, juicy patties. <clears throat> Cheese, bacon, fresh lettuce and tomato. Sesame seed buns. It's delicious. All right, bring bring the rest of it. Maybe I... I bring go. the rest of it over now. I'm just saying... Hear she me shoots out. you in the shoulder. She shoots me in the shoulder. I say, oh, it was worth it. I'm in charge here. All right. Bring the burger over now. I bring the burger over to her. Okay. Let's uh let's also you roll for that shooting. Okay, I'm gonna roll for Magulio's flechette gun. It's four plus four. I rolled a plus two. Okay, so you uh I would say the the stim. Consequence is still on you from last time. So Definitely. you're going to have to take a point of stress. Mm. If you have a point of stress to take, and you're going to have to take your next consequence up. And it's going to be shoulder wound. I have to take both? Yeah. That <laughs> hurts a little bit. Okay. So uh, so you've got your shoulder wound. Yes. What are you going to do? you going to bring her the burger? Yeah, I bring her the burger. I bring her the burger all right. All right. She keeps the gun trained on you the whole time. Takes the burger. Takes a big bite. And just you can just see the ecstasy in her eyes. Just... Mm that good juices hey? run oh. down her chin yeah yeah it's it's a little bit it's a little bit much yeah but she's really enjoying it i get it can i have a fry or something <laughs> fries don't travel well you know the fries they got here won't be good she just says empty calories i don't even want them hell yeah <laughs> and i i eat a fry and i'm like yeah, i was right that fries don't travel well. <laughs> it wasn't even a little, worth it. little sweaty hey yeah, it's gross yeah. so so mealy so what is your story? Why should I help you? Listen, I just, I got caught by Genetic Corp, okay? Five years ago, they put me under, they put me in cryo for five years. I just got out and I'm, I'm like a dog for them right now. I'm just going after people who don't deserve it. They're just sicking me on people. That's repugnant. I know that you think that's so fucked up, Magulio. I know that you think that working here in Slaville you see what happens to all the scientists around here. They just get snapped up and they're just 
They're working for the corp every time. Great speech. So you say that, and Magulio says, you must have done your research. You know it's exactly what I want to hear. You're a little, you're a little too crafty. Who are you? I don't know if you'd know the name anymore, but I go by Dizzy Innes. She has a look of shock on her face. She recognizes the name. Innes. Yeah. The Decker. Yeah, the best. The best. I could still be the best if I didn't have this fucking mycotoxin. Is it true what you said? Are you captured by the corp? Yeah, I'm captured. No trace of me for the past five years. That's where I've been. She does a little on her arm computer. Yeah, that checks out. Dizzy Ennis disappeared five years ago. No words since. Hmm. So you, uh, you're a squid, eh? Working for the corp. I don't want to be a squid. Don't call me a squid again. Just don't call me a squid. I can call you whatever I want right now. Listen. But I got to say, your hair is pretty wet. I like that. Hell yeah. <laughs> so, Dizzy, what's in this for me? What do you need, Magulio? I'm your guy. If you do this for me, I'm your guy. It's me. I got another guy working with me. I'm being straight up here on the level. I got another guy. He's looking to break away from Geneticorp, too. He's, uh, maybe you heard of uh, Mr. DNA there? Another look. Absolute fear this time. Yeah, you know that guy's a real... Just a, a real madman. I got one of his uh, test subjects running around out here with me. We're supposed to be working together for the corp, and both of us don't want anything to do with it anymore. All right? But listen, I got some skills. He's all right. He's figuring it out. But uh, together we can uh, we can make something work for you. What do you need? This friend of yours, is he a reptile man? How did you know? Cut away to test subject 405G, Piotr, and Timo Rain naked on the streets of Slaville. Neon advertisements are playing on the street. People are walking around with shopping bags. And here we have three completely nude men strolling down the street. Everyone's looking. Can I know? Am I aware of people looking at us? Like, can I see? Oh, it? it's yeah. it's obvious. Even even someone as socially uh, stupid as Test, mm-hmm. he understands. All right, uh, Timo and Piotr. Well, now that we are out in the public, this is where our therapy session will begin. Uh, the way it works. Uh, the reason that Dizzy has hired me is because I have a very special skill. Uh, the idea is that you two should be observing each other alone in public not with anyone else. So for those reasons, I will be tracking your progress with each other uh, from, from the shadows, as they say. And you see uh, that's the, his skin starts to fizzle out and he starts going chameleon mode, invisible. Oh, my, my goodness, that's, that's quite the, uh, the trick. <laughs> Timo, have you, you're seeing this? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm seeing it. It, sh- it should be working at, at full capacity right now as I've recently molted. I'm feeling quite fresh and, and my, my pigment is, is flowing. Okay, well uh, Timo and I will just uh, walk ahead and, yeah. and you can just see us and uh, offer us some, some critiques, some uh, advice. Uh, uh, is, that, is that about correct? Yeah, 
I will walk a few paces behind you and I will simply be listening into your conversation and I will interject whenever I feel it is necessary. Piotr and Timo walk ahead and they're just, they're holding hands, they're having a nice time, they're chatting and laughing, mm-hmm. having fun. All the pedestrians on the street are just doing absolute rubbernecking, everyone's staring at these two naked men, highly unorthodox. Mm-hmm. And just then, a Force Corp car pulls up on the sidewalk with the lights flashing Whoa. and two guys get out wearing their black combat gear and they walk over to Timon Piotr. This is what you see, Test. Okay. Yeah, Test immediately thinks back to the kid getting busted by Force Corp and he tenses up and he moves off to the side and kind of hunkers down without anyone really knowing because obviously he's invisible and he, uh, he gets ready to watch the situation see what happens and starts assessing what's going on. Okay. The Force Corp guys... You see them chatting with Timo and Piotr. You can't hear what they're saying. And then all of a sudden, they both take out their batons and just start beating them with sticks. Bam, bam, bam. Very vicious. Just kill him, Test. Kill him. Oh, em. my God. Dizzy's voice is in the back of your head. Test, uh, Test isn't entirely aware of what Force Corp is doing, but just thinking as quickly as he can, he, he runs over to the, the Force Corp car, takes his claws, and he starts just jabbing it into the windows and breaking the windows of the car, trying to like raise a lot of noise and Kay. distract him while he's... Hidden. Roll deception. Can I roll uh, stealth on that, maybe? I would say this is definitely a deception roll. Okay. Uh, just because you're trying to create a distraction. Sure. Um, so I'm going to set a deception thing just at plus one. That's all you got to be. Okay. Um, okay. I might need to invoke something here, but that's okay. And I get a zero. Okay. So you still fail. Yeah. Um, that's fun. <laughs> that's, uh, that's too bad. Okay. So... Uh, with with a, with that with with not meeting the the check, you can succeed at a cost, but it's going to be a fairly major cost because you didn't even tie, yeah. or you can just outright fail. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna succeed at the cost of uh, when I go to punch through some of the glass, I'm like breaking the windows, but I punch all the way through one of them and it cuts my arm open. I start to bleed and you can see the blood on me, so I'm no longer invisible. Okay, um, I'll take it. So take a mild consequence of uh, bleeding, yeah, bleeding at the wrist. <laughs> Cut. I'm just going to put bleeding. Yeah. Okay, so the Force Corp guys, they hear the windows breaking, and they look over, and they see this sort of like disembodied bloody arm like smashing their windows, and they immediately stop beating the two naked men, and they run around the car to come engage you. Okay. I'm going to now uh, quickly sprint off. Uh, can I roll notice to see if there's a, a, a sort of a dark alleyway anywhere? Sure. Uh, plus two. That's plenty. So, this is going to be a created aspect roll, and yeah. you've created the aspect of dark alleyway, and it's just sort of uh, behind the car. So you're on like the street side of the car. Yeah. There's an alleyway on the sidewalk side of the car. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna as quick as I can, uh, assuming that I have a little bit of time. I'm gonna run to the alleyway and uh, kind of hunker down in the showers and get ready to. I'm gonna to say jump out you can without ambush predator. You can try to run to the alleyway. It's gonna be an athletics check opposed by the fight of the force corp guys. Yeah, sure. Okay, by one of the force corp guys because they're coming yeah. around on opposite sides of the car. So you're gonna try to push past one of them. Okay. Okay. Are the force corp guys like shark gene mod test subjects? So they <laughs> they smell the blood. Squid gene mod. Oh, fucking squid. Yeah, no, they're not gene mod at all. Okay. Pathetic. I got a. Plus six. Okay, they got a zero. <laughs> so you success at that level, do I get any bonuses to it? Um, so this is a this is an overcome action. Oh, uh, right. You succeed with style. Okay, you get a boost. So you got dark alleyway with a free invoke, 
and you have a boost due to pushing past the guy. Boosts are uh, definitionally very transient. So, like, you know, if you don't use it right away, it just goes away because it, it, it's kind of connected to the situation of pushing past these guys and running to the alleyway. So the minute that sort of action is over, the boost is gone. Does that make sense? Yeah. Taking it to the alleyway. Okay. So you're, you're busting over to the alleyway. Yeah. Okay. So the two Force Corp guys, they, they follow. And they're, uh, you hear them kind of radio. It's like, we've got a 10-180. We've got a bloody arm, disembodied, pushing past us, running into an alleyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I'm going to get, once I get in the alleyway. It's an alleyway that's between two superstructures, right? These are massive buildings. So it's a very long alleyway. Possibly open-ended, but it's it's super long. It's like many, many blocks long. There's like maybe a tiny bit of light at the end. Mm. But down the alleyway, you see a variety of sort of like weird little like shops with like neon signs and stuff like that. Mm. Dumpsters, garbage cans, boxes, garbage, all the kind of typical mm. alleyway stuff that you'd see. And it's a, it's a very long alleyway. It's literally one of the neon streets. Cool. It's a neon street, baby. Yeah. Test breaks for the alleyway with two Forest Corp. Uh, officers in hot pursuit. We're going to cut back to Magulio and Dizzy. Magulio oh, still got yeah. the flesh that gun trained and Dizzy has just revealed that he is, in fact, the famous Decker Dizzy Innes and that he is being coerced by the terrible, evil geneticist, Mr. DNA. So do you have anything to say about that? You've just been standing there with your pistol on me silent for like 10 minutes now. Like, does that surprise you at all? Uh, or what, what's going on in your head right now, Magulio? Flash it to Magulio's head, and it's just this strands of DNA floating around, and she's lost, and she's falling, and she's screaming, but no sounds coming out. She snaps out of it. Okay, Dizzy, you know what? Our stories are a lot alike. I'm going to have a look at your mycotoxin. I've got my gene sequencer right here, okay? That you call it a gene sequencer, right? Eh? I called it a gene analyzer sequencer. I thought that was kind of cool, but... G-A-S. Yeah, it's a gas. It's a gas. Pedal to the metal, am I right? She scratches her chin. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so she cool. comes up to you. She puts the fleshette gun down now, and she punches onto her uh, her wrist computer, and she kind of beep, beep, boops a few times, mm-hmm. and she just starts shaking her head. This isn't good. This is some extremely, extremely good work. This must be Mr. DNA himself who put this kink in you. Everyone keeps saying what a good job this guy did, you know. I feel like I should feel a little bit more lucky than I do right now. This is this is like almost art, you know, for geneticists. This is it's it's beautiful in a way if it wasn't so horrible. Well, destruction but is creation. I've got some good news and some bad news for you, Dizzy. The good news is I'm probably the only one who can help you out. Besides Mr. DNA himself, the bad news is I don't have the tools I need to fix you here. Oh, man. You just brought your genitis tools, I guess. Of course. What else would I need for a genitis job? Oh, my God. Well, what do you need? Do you have those tools? Unfortunately, I don't. These are going to take some of the absolute top-of-the-line tools. There's only one place I know that has the equipment that we need. What is it? I think you already know. Genetic Corp Labs. That's awesome. 
what is it with this horrible cyber future where there's always only one place to find anything? Hey, this is a cyber present. And let's focus on it right now. We got problems. And we're going to solve them, all right? Don't go soft on me, Dizzy. I've heard you've done amazing things. You're the only one who's ever been able to break into Cyber Sea World and free Cyber Shamu. That was amazing. I need that Dizzy right now. You got him. Flashback to test. Hello? Hello, Husky Cornwall here. Uh, it's been a little bit difficult coming to terms with the loss of my leg and of my beloved frog dog, Lily, but I, uh, console myself knowing that she's in good hands. I know that she's made it safely to Timo Rain at Frog Corp, and she's probably frolicking amongst the frogs, living her life, barking and ribbiting and licking things, both as a dog would, but also as a frog would. Thinking of Lily is one of the only things that sustains me during this difficult time as I both grieve for my lost leg, but also my lost life and my lost career. The only other thing that sustains me is my favorite podcast, The Neon Streets. The hilarious adventures of those plucky heroes brings a smile to my face even in the most dark times. I might even have to leave it a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. I uh, can't wait till I get to see Lily again and I can tell her about all, all the funny things that Test and Dizzy have been up to. <laughs> well, until next time, this is Dr. Husky Cornwall signing off. So Test is, has found himself running down an extremely long alleyway being chased by two Force Corp officers. I'm going to uh, roll to notice um, uh, one of the neon signs is out not working and there's a dark area kind of behind a dumpster where I can post up and get ready to to surprise attack. Okay, roll notice check. Zero. Not enough. Okay. You want to invoke something? Uh, it's going to be a plus one to, to beat the notice check. Uh, you know what? It's okay. I'm going to instead then I look around, don't see any dark enough areas, but I get up, I start scurrying up the wall and I get ready kind of from a high point where they hopefully won't expect it as much. Okay. And, uh, and I get ready, uh, for the first guy to come running into the alley. Okay, roll athletics, okay. and you can invoke your stunt for uh, wall climbing. Uh, plus three. Uh, yeah, that's enough. It's not successful style, but you create the advantage of above, above. <laughs> that's what above. you want to call it. <laughs> okay, yeah, you have above. The yeah, you have the advantage of above. Cool. The first guy. I'm waiting for him to run in. Okay, so you are in your little spot above. on a burnt out neon sign. What does the neon sign say? It says Logger Corp, and it's attached to the building that says Ziggler's Bar. Okay. <laughs> so you're above Ziggler's Bar. A subsidiary of Logger Corp. <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, okay. So these guys, they were tracking your your bloody arm, your disembodied bloody arm. I would like you to roll a stealth roll against their notice to just see sure. if they if they can tell that you were able to, uh, to jump up above this mm-hmm. bar. Plus two. Yeah, you're good. So uh, you're stealthed up. Sweet. And they don't notice. They uh, they just keep running. So they run straight past you. Uh, as the second guy runs past, I'm going to try and jump down on top of him and invoke the the striking from above, basically. Okay, so you have the aspect of above. Okay, so you're going to attack the second Force Corp agent that runs by. Okay, okay. so roll attack. 
plus four. Pretty good gore roll. Boom. He gets a he gets a minus two. Okay. So the four scorp aging gets a minus two so to your six, plus six plus four. So okay. six shifts. Six shifts of damage. Yeah. Yeah. Uh he's not alive. Okay. Yeah, when I come down, I'm like basically just when I land on him, just like you just hear his spine just crunch and he just falls on the ground. Just not a not a sound comes out of him other than just the crunching of his back and you see my claws are dug into like his neck area. Yeah, I'm gonna spend a fate okay. point and I wanna see if I can crush this guy and kill him. Quiet. Without the other guy who's running in the alleyway here, and his footsteps are just too loud. You're like Phaeton. And luckily, they were in lockstep. So every time one guy put his foot down, the other guy put his foot down. So we won't even notice if the other guy's footsteps stop because they were in lockstep. Adrenaline's pumping. He's he's blinded by excitement. Yeah, he's very excited to go catch the disembodied bloody arm and beat him down some more. Yeah, I'm gonna be the first agent to ever catch a. 10 180. <laughs> you're rolling stealth. You're rolling stealth. Okay, I get plus three. Okay, you're gonna roll against the notice of the Force Corp agent, which is a plus one. And he gets a total of minus one. No, it's a zero. Sorry, zero. Yeah. So you succeed. Uh, so you take out the Force Corp agent. The other guy just keeps running down the alley. Okay, uh, I wanna like just run this guy down and pin him down on the ground. Like from behind, jump on him and oh, create an advantage shit. where I pin him down. I want to talk to him. Okay. Um, so I'm going to roll up. I'm assuming a fight. It's physique. Physique. Okay. Yeah. So, I'm, so I'm going to like jump towards him. I'm assuming he's pretty close. Uh, yeah. We'll say he's uh, he's no more than one zone away. Uh, we haven't talked about zones in combat, but you can move a zone and still attack sure. on the same turn. So you can move a zone and attack right now. Kay. Does he have like so an I'm advantage from that stealth check? No advantage. No, no. So I'm going to roll physique and try and... Uh, he does have the advantage of the dark alleyway that he created earlier. Yeah. And he never invoked the boost, which is now gone, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, okay, yeah. So I'm going to try and create the advantage of pinning this guy down. A plus two. Okay, so he's going to roll his physique against yours. Plus one to physique. So I, so I beat him. So you've grappled. So you can choose uh, what you want to call it. If you want to call it grappled, if you want to call it pinned. I want to say pinned down. Okay, cool. Yeah. Go for it. So I got him pinned down on the ground, and I, uh, I just say to him, why are you attacking civilians without cause? Uh, we had cause. They, they were naked. <laughs> and, and that's how you approach a situation? You, you immediately resort to violence? First, first principle of Force Corp. Batons first, questions later. Force I, first. I, uh, I rip a patch off, off of, uh, off of his, uh, his vest. and I, it, says, it says here, Force Corp are protectors. Who are you protecting by doing this? Honestly, the corporations. <laughs> you're, you're protecting the corporations from naked people. First and foremost. Why, why do you choose to be so small-minded? Look, when people are distracted by naked people, they're not looking at the advertisements. Have you ever considered <laughs> telling people to put clothes on or any other method outside of running out to them and beating them. We tell them while we beat them. Well, I hope you're aware that, that the answer to this next question will decide whether you live or die. See. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Hey, what is the Philippines? <laughs> Why did you join Force Corp? For, for 
a paycheck. You know, I'm just I'm just a normal guy. You know, I get paid to beat up naked people. First and foremost, test. Uh, <laughs> he he has his burning hatred right now for the corpse, and he he's angry about what he saw. He's angry that his friends were being beat, and he raises his claw like he's about to attack. And then instantly, an image of Electro Man pops in his mind. Electro Man. He knows that Electro Man wouldn't kill someone that's helpless and like this. I believe you should reconsider what you're doing for the corpse and why you're doing it. You should find a paycheck from somewhere else. And he, he books it. He takes off. Yeah, Testa, he takes off. He, he goes back into invisible form. And he starts to kind of try and cover up his arm. And he, uh, he leaves the, uh, the Force Corp guy alive in the alleyway. And he goes over to Timo and, and Piotr. He kind of, he still invisible. He quickly like picks him up off the ground. I'm assuming they're, they've beaten and bruised a little bit. Yes. Timo, <laughs> Piotr, I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry. We, we need to get you home. We need to get you home immediately. Let's, let's, let's get out of here quick before more Force Corp show up. Timo says, ah, my balls. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> All right. They comply. We go back. Uh, yeah. So I, we, I'm going to say that we just start like fairly quickly and trying to be more discreet this time we head back to the to their house or their apartment okay flash back to the apartment okay so you you burst through the door with timo and piotr kind of both being supported by you you're in the middle and what you see is a woman in a latex suit talking to dizzy well timo piotr uh i apologize i know dizzy's methods are unconventional but being beaten by force corp is simply part of the therapy and it will only bring you two closer together and i look to the dizzy for approval peter spits a tooth out and he says well as as long as it's part of the therapy <laughs> peter is buying into therapy so hard i really respect how much he adheres to okay Piotr has been waiting for therapy for years. Yeah. Timo was the one who was not into therapy. So yeah, Piotr is fully on board. Cool. How's Timo doing with it? His balls look inflamed. <laughs> He's got ballitis. Ball, <laughs> fucking ballitis. Is that from case. being beaten or just he had it before? You're not sure. <laughs> <laughs> you look for approval to Dizzy and Dizzy sees Piotr spitting blood on the floor and teeth <laughs> and Timo holding his balls. And uh, Tess's arm bleeding. Yeah, and they're all still naked. Jesus, what'd, what'd you do to him out there, Tess? This is not part of the therapy. Uh, Dizzy, it is part of the therapy. Remember the part where people in public get beat up by Force Corp? Surely you remember that that's a thing that happens. None of that matters anymore, Tess. <laughs> None of that matters. You're, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. The only thing that matters is our love for each other, right? Right? Right, Dizzy? Absolutely. See, you got it. I think I got it. You got it, Timo. I got to hear that you got it, too. <laughs> you didn't get swollen balls for nothing, Timo. Timo just shakes his head and says, yeah, I got it. I got it. I think That's what I want to hear. Timmy. I think Piotr, Timo, I think therapy is almost complete for you, too. I believe it is best uh, if, if you two perhaps put some clothes on, clean yourselves up, and, and go speak with Lily now. Sorry about all this uh, broken glass all over your living room, too. That's not... <clears throat> part of the therapy, I, part of the therapy. Yeah, uh, yeah uh, also, who, who is this, this person? You're going to want to go see what Lily's doing right now. Just go into her room for a second. We'll be out of your hair real quick here. Is this one of your associates? Exactly. 
This is the 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 big boss, as they say. Oh, I see. That sounds like a good idea to me. And Timo and Piotr retire off to the bedroom side of the apartment. Test also puts his clothes on, and he's fair covering up in front of. They're surprisingly fine with uh, the stranger and the broken glass and everything in there. Uh, Piotr has a lot of trust in therapy. Timo Um, knows what's going on. Timo knows what's going on. Okay, so um, while this has been going on, you see that Magulio has been giving tests like the once over, like really like examining his body, his features, his lizard, reptilian. That's what I was going to say. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey, this uh, this is the guy I was telling you about right here. Test, come over here. You gotta meet. You gotta meet. You gotta meet her. This is Magulio. Tess is just buckling up his pants, and he kind of walks over. and says, "It's it's a pleasure to meet you, Magulio. We've heard amazing things about you and your work, and I admire everything you do for children." With that, Magulio just starts crying, breaks wow. down. I, I I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry, Magulio. I I I didn't I didn't mean it. I I don't. Did he, what did I? What did I say? What, uh, what are you making her cry for? Come on, oh, this is no, our geneticist here, Test. I'm sorry. Oh, Test starts to like walk away in shame. He says, "I should have never. I, I should have let you handle this, Dizzy. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry." No, don't, don't go. I'm the one who should be sorry. We can send him to the corner where he left his skin. That's no. What? Why? No. 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 You. You don't understand. I have something to tell you. To tell me? Yeah, to tell to tell you. What it what is it? I guess I guess it's my story, but it's your story too. I I don't I don't understand, Miguelio. I'm I'm sorry. Well let me try to explain. You see I got into genetic research to help kids. I was born with a deadly genetic disorder called Turkington's, and I was only able to get the help I needed because my family had money. I studied genetics, and I was good. When I started working at Genetic Corp, I told myself it was okay, that I was the one using them and not the other way around. I could use their facilities and their money to work to develop my treatments, and eventually I'd start my own clinic. But I was young and naive. I was developing experimental procedures using regenerative genes from reptiles to fight diseases and regrow limbs. At first, it was incredible. My research was advancing in leaps and bounds. Animal testing showed immense promise, but it was still flawed. Some of our rat test subjects would grow extra limbs, but others had uncontrollable cell growth, and others became strange and mutated. And one day, the lead geneticist, Mr. DNA, he told me we would be moving to human testing. And I tried to explain that we weren't ready. The treatments were still too dangerous. And he told me I didn't have a choice. They would lock me up if I refused. He told me that human testing would commence no matter what I did, so I might as well just do my job. So I did it. I was scared. I'm sorry. The test subjects, they were just little kids. No parents, no home, just scared little kids. And we, 
She looks down at the ground. We tortured them. We cut off their fingers to try to regrow them. We infected them with deadly diseases. We subjected them to extreme environmental conditions. And what's worse is that the project wasn't just about developing treatments. It was about developing weapons. They wanted to use reptile DNA to create killers. And that was when I finally realized that I had to leave. I ran, I left behind everything. My research, my family, those poor kids. And I've been trying to make up for it ever since. So you see, Test, and she just shakes her head. It's such a sad name. Test, I'm one of the ones responsible for, for you, for everything you've been through. Damn. I immediately go behind Test and I'm like, I'm holding you back, man. I'm holding you back right now. Test, you see his, his fists are kind of clenched. You can see his, his claws are out and they're almost like digging into his hands a little bit. Like he's, he's clearly like tensed up. Don't get those claws out, Test. I'm holding you back. You couldn't do anything anyway, pal. He stands there. He lets Dizzy hold him. He stands there for a moment and then he lunges forward and he hugs Magulio. He wraps his arms around her. Oh, my God. How did you break out of my grasp? (laughs) (laughs) My strong sinewy arms. (laughs) I thought I had the skinny strength. As he's hugging uh, Magulio, a tear rolls down his face and lands on on her shoulder. Wow. On the latex and it slides right off. Yeah. It sheds off. Magulio doesn't hug back. She's just, she looks broken. She's just hanging her head. And her hair, her long black hair, is just kind of draped over her face, and she's just, she just cries. I understand, Magulio. There's only two things I know for sure. One, you made a very brave decision to leave Genetic Corp. I know how strong Dr. DNA is and his, his influence and his manipulation. He controls people in a way that that is clearly terrible for them. The other thing I know is that they failed in creating a weapon for Genetic Corp. I will never be that weapon for them. Test pulls away and he looks at Magulio's face. If, if it makes you feel any better, I, I don't remember anything from when I was a child. So there's no hard feelings. And he forces like a smile like <laughs> oh so sad does his little like lizard reptile tongue flit out and lick away her tear <laughs> it doesn't even flit out he smiles and you see it like cutely sticking out the side a little bit kind of Aww. stupid looking Magulio says it's a it's a blessing that you don't remember but I remember it and I'm never gonna let myself forget it sounds like we have the same opinion about genetic corp. Perhaps uh, we can use this to our advantage and and take back what they've taken from me. What can I do for you, Test? Uh, at that moment, on Test's shoulder, you see uh, Leon appears. He fizzles in. I, I'm I'm assuming that if if you're 
aware of who I am, you, you also know who this is. I, I have a feeling I know who that is, but I hope I'm wrong. Fortunately, I don't think you are. Do you, do you know if there's anything we can do? Leon walks, because uh, we're still pretty close, he like reaches out his arms and walks onto her shoulders. She looks over at Leon and she says, I honestly don't know. Hmm. I can promise that I can try my best to help this little guy out, but I don't know. There was so much of what we did that was just shots in the dark. Hmm. It, it wasn't even science. It was just... It was just madness. I understand. Well, I believe first on our list of priorities is Dizzy. What do we need to do about the mycotoxin? Yeah, what are you talking about with this lizard you got on your arm here, this chameleon? I thought it was just a pet. What, you got just a pet? Uh, I, I, I believe I told you, Dizzy. He's, he's, not, he's not my pet. He's, he's family to me. Yeah, like everybody's pet is their family. No, no, he he's the only family I have left. What do you mean he's the only family you have? Well, like I said, I I don't I don't have a lot of memories um left from when I was a child. But one thing I could never forget is is the love I had for my brother. As Magulio said, there was a number of kids that were tested on here, and I never got to build relationships with any of them. But once I found Leon, it was like it all came back to me. I, I remembered him. I, I saw it in his eyes. He remembered me, and I, I knew that he was someone who was there for me and important for me hmm. from the beginning. Oh, I get it. Leon reminds you of your brother. That's cool. That's cool. I get it. Yeah, when when my brother went away to summer camp one time, my parents got a, a bird that we had in the house. It reminded me of my brother, too. I wasn't so lonely. I, I get what you're saying. I don't, I don't think you understand, Dizzy. I don't think you understand. I loved that bird. <laughs> you're right. I guess I didn't understand. What, a lizard can be family, but a bird can't be family? <laughs> Are you trying to talk shit about Chirpy? You're, you're right, Dizzy. I, I'm sorry. I'm, Thank you. Dizzy, you don't understand. That lizard's not like family. I think what Tess is saying is that lizard is family. You see, we didn't just turn people into strange lizard men. We turn lizards into strange people men. So, inside of that lizard is a person. I, I didn't get to see a whole lot else in Genetic Corp outside of the gene-altering faction where I was kept. But I overheard Mr. DNA 
talking about a number of other experiments that they were doing between children and reptiles. And there was, there was talks of all kinds of things with uh, using humans to breed reptiles and, and during neurological uploads between their nervous systems and other terrible, terrible things. And I, I know that, that Leon is, is, well, what's left of my brother after wherever he was at Genetic Corp. Leon crawls back onto you and gives you a little lick on the face. Mm-hmm. We do a little, like, fist bump thing where he, like, puts out his little foldy hand and I give him a little fist bump. That's cool. So Magulio says to you, Test, I can't promise that I can do anything for your brother, but I can try. Here's what needs to happen. We need to break into Genetic Corp. That's the only way I can cure Dizzy of his mycotoxin using their specialized equipment. And while we're there, we can try to help your brother. What we need to do is steal the research that I left behind. Break, we're, we're breaking into Genetic Corp? That's, that's impossible. It's, it's too dangerous. It's a long shot, but it's the only shot we have. Fa, fa, Mr. DNA, will, will, he'll, he'll kill us. There's, there's no way. There is a way. They still think that you're on their side, right? Well, yeah. But the chips, do you think? What's the problem with the chips? They don't know what happened to the chips. We didn't. We didn't return to our our our, our deadline. We we were we were summoned back through our pagers, and we we, we can explain that. We can explain that all, Test. Yeah, Test. He's, he's looking nervous, but he he trusts you guys. He nods. Daisy's got a fire in his eyes. He's like, they got me five years ago, but they're not gonna get me this time. One less job, right, Test? One less job. Maybe maybe we can do a little damage when we get in there. One last job. One last job. My first and last job. <laughs> One of many jobs for me, and I'll probably actually do a bunch more. I would also love to do more. <laughs> one more job. At least one more job. It's going to be between one and infinite more jobs, but this is at least one more job. We all die, so it won't be infinite, but hopefully many more jobs, and we won't die this time. This will be at least one. At least one. This one will absolutely be one job, but hopefully there will be more. Yes. Guaranteed to have at least one job. If we complete it. It's your first job, one more job. So just to give a recap, one more job for me, one more job for Magulio. One first job for Test. That's right. And like a point five job for Leon. Yeah. I think you should give him a full job I, for I, this. I agree. I think this should be. He should be at least chalking up at least one full job for this. It's like he's. That's just because he's a lizard doesn't mean he gets any less sorry, of a job for that this was, job. That was speciesist of me. I'm sorry. Yeah, one I'm, full job for Leon. He's arguably more useful than you. I know he's been hiding a lot, but 
put him put him to the test, and you're, you'll see. You're not gonna be saying that when we get into Geneticorp test. Well, I like the enthusiasm. Let's try to hold on to that. All right. So what what's the plan? And that's where we're gonna call the session. Yeah. <laughs> that that moment between Test and Magulio, what what it t- t- talked about? <laughs> I mean, I, I expected action and adventure and some laughs, but that kind of emotional depth, I just didn't see it coming. <laughs> Anyways, I'll, I'll catch you next time. <laughs>